Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. That, that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head to make you laugh. <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or magic being cynical. Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sloss and Humphreys on the Road, where if you can't handle me at my muggins, you don't deserve me at my cream. <laughs> I am here in Glasgow, the beloved city of Mark Nelson, who's sat in front of me. Hello. And uh, Nelson, you fucking, it's Thursday. Yep. Right? It's, uh, you've just dropped your child off, your eldest off at nursery. Yep. And you've walked into the Ibis Hotel room in the afternoon and cracked open a can of Foster's. Yeah. I can't still have, sorry. Slander. Well, that's the, the weekend starts here, man. I fucking love it, man. I love your style. Like, like you, when you uh, started a family, you just carried on as normal, didn't you? Just, aye, like, the well, session, the aye, session isn't over. Aye, aye. I can I'm a part-time sessioner now, but uh, uh, I'd die. I'd I fucking love you as a dad, man. I mean, my dad listens. If and I really that turns out, then... <laughs> <laughs> I really, I well, really, nah. pre- I really appreciate me, uh, me dad putting the session on hold to, to raise his children. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I mean, Seamus is going to respect you as a gangster. I was saying earlier, like he's probably you, you and Seamus are probably going to f- fight when you're old, when he's older. Probably, I mean, yeah. Pro- come to fisticuffs. He's, he's, he's proper hard though. Like for a, like a two-year-old, he's proper stocky and solid. Uh, he can no, 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 I wasn't going to offer him outside now. Like, like, <laughs> as soon as I get you out of that car seat, you're fucking dead. But he's a robust kid, then. Oh, he's a bit. Aye. And he doesn't. Uh, what I like about him, he doesn't take any shit. Like I've seen him fucking square up to like six-year-olds and stuff like that if they're pushing him off something. Aye. It's quality to watch. Yeah, you get, yeah, you get, like, like, like it's all. like you don't want your kids to fight, but when but he's see, got when he's got self-respect. Aye, level, when like, you see yeah. that, you're like, fucking right, man. That's awesome. So uh, I guess it. That's so, a nice hotel, guy. Oh, you fucking! <laughs> it's the worst, mate. You because you haven't stayed in this one, have you? No, because you're no. your walking distance from yeah, the comedy club. Yeah, there, yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Um, So the stand put on nice accommodation in Newcastle. Right, yeah. right next to the venue, next yep. to the venue. Lovely hotel. And then in Edinburgh, they've got just across the road from the venue, they've got a, a fucking lovely flat. Oh, it's amazing. Like, it's yeah. a, a comics condo, isn't it? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I've only stayed in that flat once. Uh, I, got, I was through in Edinburgh doing a weekend and I got uh, I got snowed in. Like, I, I couldn't take my car home. Oh, because you would so. commute for the Edinburgh gigs. I would go, like, aye, so I'd drive back, but uh, the snow was so bad I couldn't drive back, so they went, I'll oh, just stay in the flat. And uh, I walked over to the flat, and uh, Mick Ferry was just coming out of the show, just bollocks naked. Jesus. So yeah, <laughs> not shy. But it's awesome that flat. But so, this uh, is grim. so yeah, the, so this one, Glasgow, which is the uh, even though Edinburgh's the first club, I would say Glasgow's the flagship one because it's probably uh, yeah. the biggest and ah, it's the most fun to do as well. Yeah, I, I, I quite like unlike Newcastle. I mean, they're, they're, they're all built as no yeah, one, right? Yeah, but yeah. I, I always say Glasgow is the leading leading club. Like aye. it definitely is revenue wise. Oh, aye, as aye, a business, aye, aye. right? And then they've got us because considering it's a long weekend as well, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. This is aye. Do you want to explain to describe your room? To the it's like um, it, it's like a. Because I've been in this kind of thing. You ever stayed in an easy hotel? Is that the like, easy, easy jet, jet one? Ah, easy jet do yeah. hotels. I was in with one with no windows. Aye, aye, yeah, it's smaller than this. Uh, and, and they had like that plastic orange, like... Aye, uh, aye. Like the, 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 the walls are made of the same stuff as the, um, the overhead lockers. Aye, overhead yeah, bins. yeah, yeah. It looks like they just make all the rooms in a factory somewhere. 
and then just deliver them like they're just <laughs> slotting rooms you know it's like uh, lego but this i mean that this is kind of like that they're like the pods and aliens because uh, there isn't a it's one room there's yeah. no separate bathroom but they've yeah. like kind of put this like fake wall in like a little pod for the aye Aye, yeah, just for the toilet. For the yeah. toilet. So, like, if you're sharing this room, like, like you've got a weekend away with your missus. Aye, I know, yeah. I mean, the, the relationship's really on the rocks if you're fucking <laughs> trying to treat someone to an ibis. Spice it up. <laughs> do, you reckon, um, do you reckon, like, posh people have the working class experience in this kind of, like... <laughs> You know how like oh, yeah, working yeah. class people go on holiday and try out a different lifestyle, right? Yeah, we, we yeah. go and have like a nice hotel, like we'll Aye. indulge ourselves. Aye. Whereas that might just be the normal life to an upper yeah. class people. Do you reckon they'll come to the Iris just for a little bit of fucking council <laughs> role? I like proper common people kind of stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. But, um, oh god, it, give, give us the dirtiest room you've got. <laughs> I don't even make it up after the last guest. <laughs> what that real fucking cracked end feel about it? Um, the art text, the walls, which I think is an interesting choice. Aye. Yeah. Like that that's like what you used to do to the ceiling back in the day. Uh-huh. I don't know if people still do that now, do people still art text the ceiling? Probably not. I, I imagine some people I some folk will. Like will millennials even know what art texting is? Probably not. It's no. where like um I guess you dab a sponge on the wet paint. They don't even know like what, a spiky. They don't even know what fucking roofs are. I've I've grazed my arm on that wall before coming in pissed. Night out of the garage. Oh I got the garage, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good night of the garage. <laughs> the garage, eh, I uh, so I used to get the garage all the time when I was at uni. And it was like this fucking go-to club, and mm. um, I'd not I'd not been for years. Any club in this, uh, and I think I may have mentioned this before, but any club in a city because we we do a lot mm. of city hopping. We've yeah. been in every city, right? Yeah. The club I want to go to is the one that locals tell you not to. Oh aye, oh Christ! In Edinburgh Hive in Dublin, it's Copperface Jacks. Aye. In Glasgow, it's the garage. Aye, aye. You fucking get in the garage, you're gonna have a belter. Aye, exactly. Aye. If the locals are saying don't go there, I know. I obviously it's gonna be a class laugh. That's aye. because they're having that like um, the what's it? Well, there's got to be a word for it where like yeah, you're ashamed of your, your city's like fucking dark corners. Aye, like, aye. Snobbery towards your yeah, own. Yeah, yeah, totally. Right? Aye, snobbery's the aye. It's a little bit of snobbery towards yeah. your own, isn't it? But yeah, like like, like don't hide it. Don't hide what you really like to me. I always like going to the grim area. We so the la- last time I went, I went with my pal uh, Colin, who and Colin's a guy that always comes to like music festivals with me. Like he came to Rock Ness and all that. Oh stuff. yeah, yeah, professional plus Caldo, one. Caldo, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, like so, like our, my rickets. Yeah, 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 yeah. So me and Caldo went. Hang, hang we'd gone to a gig. I can't even remember who we'd gone to see um, at uh, the academy. And we'd gone. We we're like, well, we'll go to the garage, and we were like, we'll never, we'll never get in because we were, we were, we were pissed, we we're fucking out of the game. And it was that kind of Jedi mind trick where you just walked through as if there was no question of you getting in. And we just went to the bouncers, you're right, boys, and then just straight in. Whereas, uh, like before, when we were younger, we'd have been nervous as fuck getting in, and like, oh, you know, like even when we when we didn't have IDs, but even when we were a bit pissed when we were at uni, uh, get nervous getting in. And we went in there, and it was. Honestly, it was such an eye opener in terms of how young. What just going in were. like so? You you used to go in in the past, yeah. When you used yeah. to queue for it and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking, but it's this, we didn't, we didn't even, there was a queue. We didn't but, even stay in the queue. We just walked, just walked straight in, in the front uh, door, as if as if we were like 
celebrities or some uh, shit uh, like that. Yeah, uh, uh, Tom Stead's routine when he's like, if I go to a nightclub, somebody goes, somebody's in trouble, they're dead here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, you just walked in, yeah. the doorman's like fucking just expecting you to carry your daughter out. Of yeah, yeah. Shoulder. There was two, two girls come up to us at the bar and went, why are you here? <laughs> like, the, like the most devastating. And then they had a bouncy castle on in the middle of it. Uh, and uh, so we went in the bouncy castle and I was so pissed that I couldn't get back off it so I had all these fucking teenagers jumping up around me and me just crawling out through their legs uh, it was a sad sad state of a film <laughs> I folded there once did you? Marriage. I had 2011 last from the Shetland Islands nice <laughs> nice very nice I didn't even know they existed at the time I hadn't even heard of Shetland <laughs> and I was like where's that just like north of Scotland I was like is that not the fucking ice caps like? yeah exactly <laughs> you're fucking <laughs> you're fucking viking like. <laughs> I'll walk you back to your longboat <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, so I, I, I wanted to ask you all because you're uh, you're a married man. Mm-hmm. Um, did you uh, plan your wedding much? Did you have much to do? Um, like, well, my wife Amy, she did the majority of it. Yeah, but ours was a pretty, it was a pretty lax affair. Like, so we never really cause we got we got married and the reception in the same place, like you're doing. And that makes it a lot easier because you don't have any transport of people. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I, yeah, I've got a like logistical nightmare for, for everyone. Like we we had a we, the photographer we got was just someone like we didn't really have any uh, like kind of staged photos. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like when you go to a wedding uh, and the, car, the the married couple get taken away for about three hours and they get fucking yeah, all fuck these, that noise. Sit I, on a hair bill. Aye, and then there's like they need to bring in different parts of the family and the the, the, the picture just grows and you get some prick like corralling people like cats, you know. And so So yeah, we just had someone that took photos just wandering about. So they're all like natural kinda photos of just people having a laugh, people drinking, people chatting. Yeah. So that's that's all we had. So ours was a pretty much so I've, no got, I've, got, I've got Marty, you know, Marty who does the photographs aye, of aye, drunk. Aye, aye. So uh, basically what, what's happened is uh, me and Natalie, because the hotel that we're staying in where we're getting married, you have to book the hotel for three days. Aye. But we get uh, we get the honeymoon suite for the day of the wedding. So our room's free for that day. So we're going to get it d- done up and we're like, let's just get a photographer in and aye, totally, have, have that room. And uh, we'll just, we'll just book my pal. And that's pretty much the extent of the planning. We've booked the venue, tell people where it is, shut the invites out aye. and... Uh, and, uh, and Booked a photographer. Aye. No, we haven't got like any cake or flowers. Like if people are coming to a beef bar and going, "Where's the flowers at? Where are the cakes?" Are they? Aye, you won't. Like, you don't need. Aye, you don't need. Get the patisserie. Get yourself a cake exactly. if you want one. Aye, you don't need <laughs> cakes. So. Like, but uh, but it's getting to the point now where everybody that we're bumming into has the wedding planning going. I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Is there something I'm missing? Aye. Is there something more that we should be planning other than nah. book a venue, book the meal? We've got we mates gonna Ricketts is gonna be the celebrant. Aye, so, aye, aye. Sweet, oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. We're not really having a dress code. People can rock up in whatever the fuck aye. they want. Like or shoes are optional. And, aye, no, um, you don't need all that kind of shite because like when what? we started doing it and they started telling us about like fucking seat covers and um, charger plates. It's like a big plate under your normal plate, and they're like three quid a pop. You know, what I mean three quid for a fucking big plate that nobody's even using. <laughs> like, use. it's like, 
I can have six of them each, please. Right, exactly. Right. 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 Can you, you just give me one massive plate? <laughs> you look fucking there? Greek. <laughs> <laughs> have you, you, got, you do look a little bit Greek. Actually. Have you got a band? Uh, no, this is the thing. What, what like this, this is one thing where I stepped in a little bit because uh, Natalie was just like, "Oh, we'll just get a playlist and we'll just put a Spotify playlist on." I was like, "That's a little bit fucking too no frills to aye, just plug your phone aye. in." So I got in touch with Brett. You know, Brett Vincent. He's coming. Oh, he's going to do DJ. Anyway. And I was oh. like, "Mate, you mind like fucking picking up the pace of the evening a bit for a couple oh, hours?" Oh yeah. Uh, he's bringing his like laptop and shit, and he's going to. Oh, that would be amazing, so got, like, man. We brought our DJ for a couple of hours. Brett, oh, that would be like, cracking, especially if uh, as it's in Ibiza, like you can't. Like, uh, you can get a fucking uh, normal wedding band and ship them out time. Uh, <laughs> like, like, fucking Dancing Queen and stuff like that. Uh, so, uh, so uh, we've just got that going on. And the, the venue's, like, it's pretty compact, but it's right on the beach. So, uh, like, uh, like people will be, like, in the atmosphere of the, of the like, kind of decked area. Uh, but they'll be able to just wander off and chill on the beach if, uh, uh, if they want a bit as well. Uh, but, uh, so because... Uh, I'm going to play this audio that I got last night off Natalie, right? Because... Um, because we've been getting a little bit stressed out about not being stressed out. Mm-hmm. A little bit like, is there something that we're missing? Uh, Natalie started having anxiety dreams, which... Oh, yes. Did you used to get them um, before doing gigs and stuff? Uh, I've had them. Um, I get, do you know what I get? I get, a, I get a dream. Like, this is proper muggly talking about your fucking dreams. Oh, but, uh, I, like, I, uh, it really the, is. I get this dream, see, especially when the fringe is coming up or you get a solo show and you've not written. You know, you know, like, we always leave it quite late on fucking doing not writing stuff aye <laughs> proper homework on the bus I always have this uh, anxiety dream when I'm back at school and I've got exams coming up and I've done like literally fuck all for them and yeah. it's just pure expression of the fact that I've not done well, it's, anything it's, for the show it's worst case scenario It's the, it, I think it's quite necessary it comes up with the fringe when I when I first was running the punch drunk gigs I would like have fucking dreams about nobody turning up I would yeah. have dreams about like yeah. fucking acts getting like uh, like not being able to find their way and not Aye. turning up and shit and I, I would go through all of that and then every now and again fucking uh, something bad happens at a gig and it's nowhere near as bad as what you've dealt with in your sleep ah of course right? it's almost Aye. like you fucking armoured yourself Aye. and it is Aye. it is probably ugly to talk about dreams Aye. which is why uh, <laughs> which is why I pure hate at the ending of No Country for Old Men oh yeah I we were was, talking about this in the what's that I, last I was night? fucking uh, loving that movie mate that was instant it is inst- good like, instant top 10 movie and then at the end I, I don't I need spoilers because spoilers are ugly even though it's aye. a 2008 film and there should be a decade, decade aye, clause on when you talk about aye, shit right? fuck it if you haven't watched it you're not bothered right? <laughs> we'll get that um, so fuck Tommy Lee Jones t- talks about two of his dreams at the end of the at the end of the movie aye and it didn't have anything to do really with you know what, like, oh, you might have been able to find some mystic connection with his dream and what's going on, Aye. right? But who gives a fuck? It's a, he's had a dream. Like, I, I agree with you on the dream, but I kind of, like, Gareth's thing that he was basically, that was, like, the title. Like, he was realising that he had no, kind of, he had no place in that world anymore. He didn't have a place in the film. If you, aye, if, you, if you mind, he didn't really interact with any of the goings on. He turned That's up. True, actually, he aye. turned up later to the scene. Read aye. a newspaper. His deputy was coming along with suggestions, and he was like, oh, "I'm not bothered. Fuck now, I just want me gold watch or whatever." He's fucking grinding out. his it's a proper. Minutes. It's a proper cold film at some point. It is, like, man. When he aye. fucking kills the dog oh, at the beginning, Jesus, the dog's aye. coming. He's trying to get the wet bullet out. Aye, it's aye. fucking belter. Such a good acting performance, like such great acting. And then at the end, you know what it felt like, right? Like fucking. Spoiler alert, if you don't want to know what happens, close your ears now. <laughs> close your ears. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
when he gets when he gets murdered, but like aye. you don't see the murder, which is quite artsy, aye. right? You didn't get to see the protagonist die; you just aye, see his dead aye, body. Aye, aye, aye. Like, oh, that's brand new. No, I've seen that before. Aye. It fucking hits you as a shot, aye, aye. right? But then the movie rapidly declines, and you you like, oh, did that actor quit? And they just wrapped up the movie. Aye, I know what you mean. I know. Like, I know. Oh, well, do a body up to look like him. And we'll take a dream scene at the aye, end. I was just like, that was the best film ever until like the last 20 minutes. I'm going to go and watch it again because it's been a couple of years since yeah. I've seen it. Uh, so I'm going to go, I'm going to revisit it. Yeah. I might actually read fan theories on the ending and then aye. watch it with that in mind instead aye. of trying to interpret it in my own aye, way. Aye, aye, I think aye. I refuse to interpret it because dreams are muggly. Yeah, right. aye, aye. However, on the topic of muggly dreams, listen to this shit. Uh, if I can find it. Um, yeah, so like Natalie just sometimes when like randomly leaves his WhatsApp audios, he's just gonna play on speaker. But check this out. So I had some crazy. Oh, start this again. It's coming up there. So oh, what the fuck's going on with my phone? So I... Mate, you can't. What's going on? Is this not a, is this not a podcast as well? I think it's because it's trying to connect shit to the Wi-Fi. Oh, right. So why is it doing I that? I have no idea why it's doing that. I'm going to pause the podcast and fix this, right? So it turns out that putting the mic next to your phone cuts off the audio. That's what worked out, didn't it? That's proper. So I've never, play, I've never seen that before. Put the mic next to the phone and the Aye. audio cuts off. Aye. So I play it without the mic. It worked. So um, I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play it so that we can hear it, uh, put the mic near it so it doesn't cut off, and then when I come to edit it, I'll um, up the audio. But this is Natalie's anxiety dream about our wedding. Like, I know what a synagogue is, <laughs> but I wouldn't recognise a synagogue. You know, like, I just, like, 
I don't know. I don't know what defines a synagogue as opposed to other. You're just making this. This venue's ornate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why is the star of David? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but man, that sounds like a fucking pure belt. Like enough, I woke up in the morning with a headache. Can did your dad have a shit in the woods when he spent the while doing that? Why? Why is there a synagogue in the woods? What creepy fucking. <laughs> Natalie made last night when you were fucking knee deep in the fucking pool. You fucking mad couldn't we? I went and dressed on. Where'd you get that from? I changed to red. You see, it kept changing red. It was like that one off the Facebook, like it's as blue as it's cold. I <laughs> <laughs> can't believe you got one of them for the wedding. You can't believe the synagogue cost a lot of money. I went like changing dress. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, like none of that, say. No, that's going to happen. But I, w- I would generally love it if just halfway through the ceremony, <laughs> Natalie's dad just interrupts Ricketts and just goes, let's hold on a wee minute. It's going to take a shit behind that rock. <laughs> or if he just wades out into the sea, just drops his trues and <laughs> lets him float her out into the... <laughs> Natalie runs out after her when her dress gets wet. That's part of the plan. <laughs> Fucking nine year old chaps running around everywhere at a real specific age as well. A variety of children, like a fucking classroom, a year group (laughs) (laughs) on a a school trip to the synagogue. (laughs) Yeah, the usual. Because as I was saying, it's like anxiety dreams are to prepare you for the worst case scenario. Acts not showing up, the fucking uh, crowd not showing up, right? But you've got to fucking like bring in your parameters of what is the worst case scenario. Ah, exactly. (laughs) Aye, aye, aye. That's outlandish. (laughs) I mean, I'll tell. I'll tell you what was the realistic part of that uh, was when she went, oh, fuck, we need rings. And I was like, oh, we need to get rings. <laughs> that would literally aye, be aye, my aye, response. Aye, that would be my response. Yeah, I forgot me one day. And we both realised in the heat of organising Ibiza, right, aye. and all the shit, right, we forgot to get rings. And she went, oh, we need rings. I'd be like, oh, aye. aye. Yeah, well, we don't have rings. Aye. I think that's as good as stressed as I would get. Aye, I think aye. The, the most realistic part of that dream was how stressed I was when aye. we didn't have rings. Aye, exactly. It's not. I. It's not that stressful. Have you ever like we watched it last night? Um, you ever watched Don't Tell the Bride? Is that the one where the fella chooses aye. everything? Aye, aye. Uh, so there's like a there's a British version of it, and then last night uh, we watched an E4 Don't Tell the Bride Ireland, and it just takes on a whole new fucking level. It's like all these fucking gypsy families getting married. But it, it's ridiculous. Like you, you, Because when you watch that, you realise how ridiculous weddings it, are. And people put so much pressure on, the, on themselves. Aye. Like, how can you enjoy the day if you, like, if you micromanage every little part of the occasion? Aye. Like, and everything has to go to the exact specification of your vision. Aye. You're never going to have a good time. No. You're going to have a shitter. Now, no. the way I've seen it, right, is, like, I've found this excuse to get all of me loved ones and all of Natalie's loved ones on the same holder. Aye. It's like... Right, this wedding is my one card that I can play. Ah, exactly. My call, I'm going to call Polly with Aye. all of my friends, and everybody Aye. has to fucking drop what they're doing and fucking take on the financial burden of coming, <laughs> coming on me holiday. Aye. But it's me fucking one ticket Aye, exactly. to get everyone Aye. on holiday. And uh, so far, it's like fucking mission accomplished. Aye. We've got a we've got a spot, a venue, and people are starting to organise themselves and um, and book the accommodation and flights and all that Aye. shit. Right, and I'm like, I've got everyone on holiday, and uh, although. The main focus is me and Natalie are getting married in the celebration Aye. of what togetherness and shit like that, right? The the what it's facilitating 
is, right. is important. Now, whether there's a flower arrangement, or like I said about the cakes, or if the fucking doves fly and the fucking all this fucking trimmings, mm. right? They're, they're by the by. I've got I've got I've got Natalie in front of us. We're getting married. We've got all the bits of on a yeah. beach. Like even if fucking. Like, I, I can't imagine, like, even if it started raining, and Natalie would be fucking pissed if it started raining, but we're going to have a good time, aren't exactly, we? Aye, aye. We're going to have a belt aye, aye. So what, whatever happens, as long aye. as we're all there, we're out together, aye, there's, exactly. there's, there's alcohol flowing, aye. we can get in touch with a sketchy dealer. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that guy? In the, who's that guy in the top table? <laughs> Who's that, that Mexican-looking fella on the top table? Scabs are in his mouth. <laughs> Oh fuck! He's, he's making a speech. <laughs> everyone in the room is. <laughs> Why is everyone so talkative? So, uh, see Ricketts. Did he have to go through? Like, did he have to do any courses or shit like that for the? No, nah, because it's abroad. So it's all uh, oh, right. It's, so yeah. it's, uh, it's just all yeah. oh, cool. So uh, we'll we'll have to do uh, paperwork behind right. closed doors, like back home, but to, to mm. officiate it. So he doesn't need to be like, official. Oh, it sounds. So he so, just uh, need, so he can just basically do it the way he wants uh, to do it. Because it's like, ceremonial. Oh, sounds. So he can just fucking lead it, and then he's he can put whatever, fucking bring his gospel choir, and see what he pulls out the back. Imagine, imagine he didn't. Do, imagine he took on some like, like he did it in a voodoo religion or some shit like that. He brought like fucking monkeys with human faces and shit like a festival of the dead. <laughs> we had a what did uh, we had a celebrant? Um, what's the the, the non-religion? Oh, humanist. Uh, humanist, yeah. You had a humanist, and um, she's a lovely, a lovely woman. She's like one of the like the top like humanists. I think she did like uh, she did what like one of the first gay marriages in in Scotland, and she's um, or she did Patrick Harvey's marriage, leader of the uh, li- uh, not the Liberal Party, the Green Party. Aye, yeah. you, you got the humanist for, to the stars. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> celebrity she's, humanist. Uh, so she's she's like she's like this kind of middle aged woman, and. Uh, She's a, she's a lesbian as well, and when I told my pals, I told like Caldo and that we're a lesbian. They're like, oh, it's uh, like she she like proper proper lesbian, practicing lesbian. Aye, and I was like, I am pretty sure. And he was like, so is there any chance we'll get to like see? And I was like, what the fuck do you think is going to happen? It's like, straight. I know. As if she's going to just hoik Amy's mum away just to fucking fist her halfway through the ceremony. It's like, of course nothing's going to happen, you fucking idiot. Like, Oh, man. Uh, my, my mate Keith uh, came, came out of, uh, to his parents, right? And they kind of already knew, you know. I think, oh, I think, I think you know that Keith are more good as well, you know. Uh, I don't want to give know, his identity away too much. Respect his privacy. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, he, came, he came out to his parents and then his mum got him to the cell later on and went, I know you're getting everything, Keith, but <laughs> don't hit on your dad. <laughs> don't hit on your dad. <laughs> He's oh like, my God! He's like, Mom, what did you think before I came out? I always had my eyes on you. No, my God! No hitting on your dad. Oh Jesus Christ! What a horrible upbringing that would be if you fancied your dad. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Just fucking breastfeeding of your mum and eyeing up your dad's tits. <laughs> That nearly stepped on one of Sloss's routines. <laughs> then they, you know, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Put your tits away, mum. Dad can't cock out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 
<laughs> That's fucking brilliant. What a belly. Oh man. So we're gonna we'll do some muggle corners. Right. Yeah. Uh, did, uh, you had some left over from last time, didn't you? I did. Did uh, you write some new ones? Or are you gonna got, you gonna a, put them? I have. Down? I have got a new one, but it's a bit. I don't know. It's a bit. It's a bit wanky. Well, I quite, I quite like it when it's a stretch because that's what makes it a discussion. Discussion, right? right? Like sometimes there's like a shoe in, and right. there's not much discussion to be had. But sometimes, sometimes we'll get the ones where we'll put it in uh, Muggle Corner, like fucking, I don't know, like putting your fucking bag on the train seat, aye. and you're like that, that ain't Muggly. That's just been an asshole. Aye, like yeah, you're just aye, 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 that's just been a dick. Aye. Yeah. So, uh, do you want to explain? Uh, right. So, what okay, and, and what's good about this one is it's one that I've been guilty of in the past as well. It's people that show fake humility. Oh, right? yeah. Particularly, like, exactly. comics Comics do it all the time. Yeah. Right? So on a Facebook status... We're trained on it. Yeah. If, if, a Facebook, if a Facebook status comes up and you have, you've been, you've, you've been publicising a show and your show's sold out and then you go, oh, my God, this is incredible. I can't believe this is happening. Um, me... I mean, me selling out a show. What's Little this me. all about? Yeah, uh, I are can't they, believe this is happening. Or then someone gets someone gets like booked for a, a TV show, like Mock the Week or something like that, and they'll come on and go, "Well, someone's clearly made a mistake because for some reason they've I've been me. booked for this." And you're going, "It's so fucking, it, it's so attention seeking." Uh-huh. But not thinking you've been attention seeking, but you've actually gone worse than if you'd gone if you'd come out and gone, "I've been booked for this." About fucking time, then yeah. you know you'd look like a dick. You'd look like an ass. But at least you, you know wouldn't be calculating. Uh-huh. In it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I I, I used to have that um, like working class overwhelmed feeling of like, mm-hmm. oh my god, this shouldn't be happening to me. I'm getting yeah. away with it, right? I used to have that, right? But now when I'm fucking like on my trip to LA, I'm just like, it it just feels normal now, and I love Aye. it. Like I embrace. I'm just like, fucking course, I'm going to LA. Aye. Not like not like fucking fanning my face from my hand. Like oh my god, I'm I know, going to LA. I know, I'm just I know. Like, fucking right. I'm, I know. I know. I've, I've, I've earned my stripes in this industry. I can fucking, Aye. I can get about now. I, I can... There's a way you can do it as well. There's a way you can show, like, kind of. You, you don't need to be arrogant about it. You can be humble. Yeah. But you can also go. I fucking worked hard for this, and yeah. I kind of. You know, what I mean, like, if you sell out a show. All you really need to do is go. I'm delighted to have done this. Thanks Aye. so can much it... to everybody that's bought one. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the gig now. Mm-hmm. Right. That's it. You don't need to go, oh my God, this is unreal. How did this ever uh, happen? It happened because you pub- you publicised it uh, and you wanted it to sell out. Uh, it's, it's a natural thing that's happened to do with what the fuck you did. It's not a, like... It's, it's the fruit of your labour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, like planting a seed and going, oh my God, I, I can't believe it. I, I grew a flower on me. I, 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 <laughs> if you'd, on, you planted that seed and what I did every day. Yeah. <laughs> if you'd booked a show and then purposely made sure no one ever knew about it uh-huh. and then you'd sold it out, then you can go... I can't believe this has happened. How the fuck did this happen to me? Because you genuinely think there's a mistake. Aye, exactly. Aye, aye. But when you've actually put it up and advertised yeah. it, it's like, I there just... Was, there was one moment, that was my first ever French show in uh, Perth, right, in, uh, in Australia. My first ever solo show in uh, overseas, really. And uh, I'm there, and I fucking sell out on the first day of the thing, right? And I'm like, I can't believe it. How the fuck's this happened? And it's because the pub crawl had double booked on it that night, so they had the other pub aye, crawl people in. And I genuinely aye. couldn't believe why it was full. So aye. then I found out why it was full, and I was like, fucking sweet, I'll take it. No, exactly. <laughs> and and it was, and the you, disbelief come from actually genuinely yeah. in, being in disbelief. And you do take that, and that's what's good about 
this was good about comics as well because this was good about like our, our kind of group because if anybody gets that you, you're you're able to fucking slice someone down yeah. in a nice way to be get back down to earth mm-hmm. like so I remember um, I remember the first like because I'm going down to do the so I'm going down to Manchester today to do the comedy store and I remember the first night I was asked to close the comedy store and that's a big fucking deal because you're that's, actually that's the top price. of the tree aye exactly the comedy store is the top of the tree yeah in yeah. this circuit comedy yeah. and then closing it is like exactly the fucking top branch yeah yeah totally and uh, so I was like properly like properly muggling it up like oh, this is incredible like, what? Yeah. you know this is like a dream come true and all this kind of shit like I can't believe I've been trusted to close and then I think it was Alex Boardman come on and went it's just because everybody else is doubling, mate. And that's the only And you go, of course it's the only fucking reason. That's the only reason why I'm doing it. It's, well, I'll fucking take it. Like, of course you'll take it. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, it's, oh, man. But uh, I just, I, and, and, and like I say, I've, I've been very guilty of it. And I probably will be again. Yeah, I, I'm, but, uh, like, I, I, I think it's a transition you make. I think anybody that's new and like coming through and starting to get a break, it is it is, it is overwhelming, yeah. and I, I feel like it. Um, it's it's maybe more of it, and I, I know working class is a discussion in comedy lately, but it's yeah. it's it, it's maybe a working class trait that you've done your time in factories, aye, you've aye. done your fucking time with a aye. fucking glass ceiling of a shit industry, yeah. and then you come into this industry where all of a sudden there's fucking yeah you're flying, yeah, and that's that's why I've been um, I've been a little bit annoyed by the uh, the working class argument about there's a discrimination within comedy towards aye. working class people. Do you feel discriminated against? No, not at I all. I feel fucking like no. I feel like I've almost been like a class tourist where I, I am working class to my roots Aye. but I'm living this middle class life that's been Aye. forwarded to me by comedy Aye. it's not that it's, they've, they've kept us down Aye. it's like I'm fucking out of the Alps next week Aye, you know, exactly. I'm, what am I going kind to of join in and going oh yeah this fucking working class get Aye. discriminated against I'm just going skiing <laughs> fucking I mean you're staying you're staying in the Ibis it's bringing us back to the fucking earth it is but uh, it's just a thing probably in North England as well it's definitely a Scottish thing where um, you kind of apologise for doing well it's uh-huh. like a it's like it's like a kind of people don't people like to see people succeed but only to a point and then they start to go who the fuck do you think you are you're no many better than us so uh-huh. you kind of like and you find yourself I've found myself making excuses for stuff like if you if you if you if you're talking to somebody about a holiday or something like that that you would consider a bit extravagant, I always feel the need to go. I you know I the only reason we've got a cracking deal on it, we've got a great deal. As if you're kind of going, yeah. you can't you can't possibly go. Yeah, yeah, I can afford to go on this holiday now. You have to make an excuse of how you were able to afford how, to go how on you're it. Because, do you know what I mean? It's uh, just that kind of. I do feel that, that working class guilt gets us from time to time. Right. Where uh, this happened, went to the festival of lights at um, Canary Wharf. Uh-huh. So Natalie's friend organised the whole thing, and um, me and Natalie went to get a guided tour around it with the uh, girl who organised it, and. Um, we get to one of the main attractions and there's a big queue to use it because like you get the photo taken but then your photo instantly gets projected onto the wall oh, but you yeah. can't cast a shadow on it like and you can use these lights to draw on it with neon oh, and right, it's fucking right. amazing you just like become like as if you've been graffitied onto the wall and uh, and it's brilliant it was a fucking re- remarkable thing to like look at and interact with and everything but there's a massive queue of people waiting to use it but because Pippa organised the whole thing she just walked us to the front went these are my friends can, mm-hmm. uh, can they have a go and I was looking at this queue going 
this isn't right. Aye. And these, uh, Natalie and Pippa didn't feel a thing because they're pretty girls. They haven't queued for shit. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> right? aye. And aye. I'm there, this fucking little street urchin guy. Yeah, aye. I, I don't deserve to be fucking <laughs> not standing with them. Aye. Like, and I felt aye. like that guilt that came over for them. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a wild stab that Pippa isn't working class. <laughs> <laughs> what, the girl, the girl that organised the Festival of Night at Canary Wharf didn't come from, didn't come from the main streets of fucking Easter House. <laughs> Very few families in Govan grow up calling their kid Peppa. Peppa! Peppa! You're fucking awesome here. Your sister's left the bath water in. <laughs> Felicity, get out of the bath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You better not be playing with my golf club, Sebastian. <laughs> Oh man, did you used to do that, like uh, share the bath water? Oh, aye. Did you? Aye. aye, we do it, we do it with the kids now. Like, would I? Fuck, uh, aye, aye. Because you, you can. It's no harm in it. Aye. I'd save you the bother. Plus, you didn't, like, because we, we bath the kids every night. Aye. And I remember only having, like, a bath a week. I remember you used to sing Sunday night fucking night. I was having last year you started changing Christ I've got to share one mark you come in I've got fucking seven or eight magic trees hanging from the thing it's like that guy in seven where they go in his room that's one back about the week with his Stephen what's your brother Carl Paul Paul close <laughs> oh uh, man uh, but I fucking I'd share a bath and fucking your mother used to shout doing the street when it was your turn for the bath did you used to get that uh, I don't remember that no no I, I used don't to remember fucking hide me like no. I used to make them come looking for us <laughs> <laughs> I was a nightmare for getting off the street aye you know when you're playing on the street and that like that years. never happens now you huh? never see kids playing in the street anyway. Aye, like parents road. shooting aye. from their step to get their kids aye, back in. Aye, aye. But you never even see, like, see when kids get a bike for Christmas. Uh, like, that was a proper fucking excellent Christmas morning when you got your first bike. And you used to take it out in the street and just ride about mm-hmm. it all day. You don't oh, see that shit that. anymore. We Pedophiles to- have stopped that. <laughs> They've started running faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pedophiles are in training. <laughs> you know what um, me and my mates used to do this I don't know if this was a common thing but we used to make ramps right we just like bits of fucking wood at the allotments and all that and um, and lie that other kids doing at the other side of the ramp so you would have like two or three kids lying oh, down and, and then you would fucking ride up the ramp and jump the kids like fucking evil kid like evil, evil kid evil. Yeah, shit. Uh, and then you would get like five or six and you'd have to get like a massive fucking pedal up up the street but when it started oh, getting to the fucking heavy end right we've got me mate and we mate and he's got down syndrome right <laughs> <laughs> he has now he has after, <laughs> after someone leathered him on the side he, of the head he, with he, a rally racer he, he, never, he never used to have it <laughs> a fucking wheelie what happened to Andy a wheelie oh. a, a wheelie to chromosome <laughs> no, he's a fucking belt of Andy man like, he's, one of, he's one of my closest friends one of my old friends like, I, haven't, I haven't seen him so much anymore because he doesn't really like, come is that the guy he talks about in the show I've, I've yeah, told yeah, him about yeah, the show yeah. I because I talked about the first time I had Eckies I bumped into him mm. I went back to his house because I was with, with his brother and when I get in fucking Andy was up watching the wrestling and I was fucking I had the, the, he had the exact same ecstasy as me from seeing his pal that he hasn't seen in a couple aye, of years aye, right, aye. as I had from being on ecstasy aye, so I, was about, I was talking about that I was just aye. like fucking like I have to take a pill to feel as happy as this cunt aye. Right, and, uh, there's, a, there's a slogan <laughs> Down Syndrome <laughs> Nature's Ecstasy <laughs> 
It is. It's a fucking belt of that. He's such a fucking. And he said he's got he's got a mint sense of humour now. Like you, you, like this happened right. I was playing f- football in the park. <laughs> this is awful. We used to always put up the nets because <laughs> he's got um, palms of his hands are quite thick. So forty didn't he keep our gloves? We're just naive as kids. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of pegs. Right? And, uh, <laughs> my dad should knew better, right? But my dad took a fucking shot. Your dad was playing the game. <laughs> For fuck's sake. My dad took a shot. And it hit fucking Andy right in the face, right? All, all terrain ball, you know, them fucking... The ones that haven't got, like, the patches stitched on. They're just Aye. like, fuck... They made a rubber. Aye. And uh, it belted him in the face, and Andy fucking doubled over. He didn't hit the deck, but he doubled over at the hips, and he's, uh, he's feeling his face, and then he puts his hand around the back of his head and starts feeling the back of his head, right? And my dad come up, like, and started stroking his back, and went, yeah, right, Andy? What are you rubbing the back of your head for? And Andy went, I'm looking for my nose. <laughs> If his nose had been smashed through to the back of his head. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And goes, he's in thick hands. Where does that stop? Andy, going to move these hot coals for us. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't stop. Nobody had the bottle to be the fucking last man on the line of the fucking ramp. Except I. But we didn't know at the time because we were fucking kids, right? We didn't know that he had no inhibitions because mm. of his disability. We just thought he was brave as fuck. Like, I just thought the kid was a tank. He's like, a hero. <laughs> he's a hero. Like, fuck, man, you play knocky door ginger. Like, everyone's bottling knocking on Mr. Barris because he's fucking quick to the door and he <laughs> shakes his stick, right? He gets a bead on you. He'll, he'll be the one that tells your parents, you know? You want to take it. So, like, go on, Andy, knock on Mr. Barris. The cunt will fucking wait there. Like, Andy, go and fucking take a twist this dude, knock on Mr. Barris. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking stood there with his pants around his ankles. But now he better just for fucking Jesus. We just thought he had fucking balls of steel, man. But uh, <laughs> he was one of my fucking best pals. I didn't mean, to, didn't mean to tell the story. Oh, God, that's uh, fucking all he is. I fucking had a great time there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the cut me, like. <laughs> but I, he would always get at the end on the ramp. So <laughs> never, never took a blow. Never took a... You know, uh, this, is, this is a funny thing, Andy, now. We, uh, we play hide-and-seek. We played... We called it 21 for years. I've only known hide-and-seek to be known 21 It got passed down from the other kids, the older kids in the street, where they play 21 and then you play... And then you're playing with younger kids, and you call it 21 It's still in this day, call 21 now. Why, street. though? What's the... Uh, I found it the other day. I was just having a little fucking... Pru- no, I say the other day. It was a couple of years ago, but I was... <laughs> I don't know, you know. It's like comedians the other oh, day. Yeah, I, really was. <laughs> I was just perusing running my street, just like, you know, just detecting in the nostalgia of, like, I don't whack around my childhood street that much anymore. And I looked at the lamppost, and the lamppost had a serial code on it, all lampposts do, and it started with 2 1. And I was like, oh, oh the old kids. Right, must right. Do, the, one that, the one that's den all the time, the lamppost that you always use as dens, like lamppost. Ah, that's, cool, that's, that's nice. Aye, that's quite smart. Aye. So that must be why it's called 21. Aye. Aye. Well, anyway, when, we were, when we were playing 21. Uh, there's a little wall so there's a, the, the lamppost there and across from the lamppost to the garages like I'm going to say like 10 metres away and the garage has got this little wall across uh, where there's the car parking space and he used to always hide in the nearest spot like towards the wall and just lie doing flat <laughs> <laughs> and he would always always just fucking run past him and not like uh, as if he's not there he just jump over the wall and be like 21 <laughs> 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 yeah, because you know if you went and you caught him fucking straight away Aye. that means he was on 
Nej. The game would never end. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he knew that, like. I think he knew. Well, they're not going to catch me first. Aye. This person that's caught first is on next. Aye, 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 aye. And the next game's going to be fucking... The game's a farce. Aye. Everyone's hiding and he's fucking trying to get a bit of chewing gum off the fucking tarmac <laughs> with, a, with a stick. Like, fucking Andy, man, you're going to be looking forward. Oh, what a lovely, Class. What a lovely bastard. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know how we digressed so far. I know, I know. So I. But um, uh, your muggle corner was? Aye, insincere humbleness. Insincere humbleness. Call hum- it that. Aye. 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 And it, uh, it, it aye. Does, it's it does. like the opposite. Aye, kind of humble bragging, but the opposite of humble bragging. And it's, um, you know, it's, you know what's really tough about this job? No, it's humble uh, bragging, uh, actually. Yeah, uh, what's tricky it's not it's not tough it's a, it's a, it's a real like fucking look, luxury um, but it's tricky is that you want to document your life on facebook you mm. want to let people know where you're going where you are you also want it to be i, I use facebook as a little bit of a diary because Aye. i love the time hop Aye. i love it when it comes up oh, and says, totally, like, yeah. oh this time last year i was there like, like yeah. yeah you're fucking darting around and it, it's a good dear diary it's yeah. a good way to put where you're going but you start feeling like just by documenting your life you're rubbing it in people's faces that Aye, are, you don't want to look like a dick and that's that working class guilt as well because like I, you know what it's like to be fucking Aye. stuck in a factory you're on your break and you look at Facebook and see one of your fucking pals is like, ah, exactly I in LA and fucking in uh, the Alps but be, like, you're, you're, nah, no, you're no. proud of it and you're attacked with it but it's, it's, it's a funny one of how do you package it how do you even if you're gonna if you're gonna put it online aye. how do you do it without looking like a dick it's hard to aye, it's, not, hard, it's hard aye. to talk about good things that are happening aye. to you without aye. which um, brings it on to it you know I'm gonna um, I think I'm gonna call me show this year Team Smug Oh, nice. Because right, uh, I want to rebrand the way we see Smug. Because uh, this, is, this is where Team Smug came from, is like a saying within my group, right? Mm. We were on holiday in Magaluf, 2014. And it was like a Las Vegas moment, you know, where um, you, you relive an old holiday with the same people. Aye. Right, so... We went on the first stag do with my mates in uh, 2007. We went to uh, Magaluf in the same group of lads, went for a different lad's wedding seven years later, oh, nice. 2014, right? And we were just there, like, reliving what old stomping ground. Aye. And um, everyone at this point, so the first time we went, like, most people are single, right? This time we go, most people are married. Aye. And there was 15 lads there, 14 were either married or in long-term relationships. And um, one lad, Ricketts, who wasn't. Right, he's the one single Aye. fucking unit in the group. And uh, on a night out when he's getting shots, he told the girl he would buy shots for everybody in the group if she got her boobs out for a photo, right? So fucking Ricketts gets a selfie with a shot girl with a tattooed and uh, posted online the next day. And that next day was a fucking divide in the group between seven of the boys who were getting a Pelters. fucking Aye. world of shit off that bird back home, right? Fucking whacking around the pool on the phone, dealing with text messages, face of fucking like a slapped ass. And just fucking seven hour, just there, fucking cocktail in hand, Aye. sipping away. Nan, that were, were, were not getting shit. Aye. And we were smug about it. Aye. We were properly smug. It was team smug <coughs> and team not to smug. <laughs> and that's where everything that we fucking had to do, the way we had to split into fucking teams, was that. Was team, even now, right? This is fucking 2018. This is four years later. We'll play five aside and we'll play team smug versus team not to smug. <laughs> I'm not fucking joking. There's people who get shit off that bed and people who are living a fucking nice, simple, easy life. That's uh, quality. Yet, yet smug is something that's frowned upon. Isn't smug? Isn't smug something we should aim for? Have you looked up the dictionary definition of smug? No, right. It's self-satisfied. Surely, you should be satisfied in yourself, right? Aye. It's like it's pleased with yourself and proud of yourself. Aye. Fucking. 
Do you know what I mean? Aye, aye. So we, we spend our life telling people like have confidence in yourself, believe in yourself. But the minute yeah, you have confidence don't in yourself, get too, aye, the minute you do believe in yourself, aye. you're like, who's that cunt? Aye. So as soon as you achieve the goal that everyone's fucking encouraging you to achieve, you're aye, smug. Aye. And that's a bad thing. But that's a, that's a again that's a not a, not just a working class thing. That's a lot of a school thing as well because <clears throat> if you ever meet people from private schools, um, like. I've uh, like we used to we went to we took my daughter to a like a, it wasn't like a uh, so again I'm apologising it wasn't like a private school dance class but it was just this dance class and they used the hall of the private school and was on the NHS <laughs> <laughs> you go in and there's there's like the slogans everywhere and you can see like people come out of private school and people kind of go oh they're getting a jobs because they they know someone or their dad works there or their dad plays golf with the guy that works there. And a lot of the time it's not. It's just they come out of school with so much more self-confidence because they're taught that from school. Yeah. Whereas where we get went to school, you're kind of taught that you're fucking useless most of the time. Yeah, you know I, I mean, you like can, any kind of confidence is beaten out of you because... Reach the age of fucking 20, you kind of swim. That's a massive thing. Yeah. It's a proper... Private yeah. education gives you that self... Well, any any private lessons, like uh, that we went... Because I, I used to be a swimming teacher and we would do that. Uh, one of the selling points for the one-to-one lessons is yeah. that it improves your confidence. And uh, I guess that works with anything that's mm. uh, where you're doing like guitar lessons and you're doing... Well, in doing martial arts gymnastics, any kids that are doing like extracurricular lessons and becoming good at something are going to end up with confidence. Yeah, of course. Because you yeah. end up where you're like a fucking dummy with no skills and aye. basic foundation level. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Aye, so. So, uh, but, so that, I think it's a fine line with that smugness, isn't it? Like you want to be proud of your achievements and you want to be, you want to aye. be happy. Aye, But it's I suppose like, it comes down to yourself. If you feel uh, like you're being a dick putting it up, then... And the thing is, no. If you're lording over people aye, with your achievements. Aye, and like your achievements should all be personal. Yeah. You shouldn't be like benchmarked against other yeah, people. Yeah. And you also, aye, there's a fi- there is a fine line between showing off and just being chuffed at yeah. what you're up to. Um, and I don't think, I mean, I don't, I don't think anyone's ever really, even though we both clearly feel like we're kind of doing that, no one's ever come up to me and gone, Fucking rein that in a bit because yeah. you smoke prick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. So uh, they're just talking about with WhatsApp groups. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see because I, I think everybody in the world has been talked about at some point in a WhatsApp group. Oh Christ! Like aye. if you aye. haven't been, aye. if you haven't been, you're dull as fuck. Aye, aye. You're aye. dull to the point of mediocrity. Aye, aye. Like, aye. Like, aye. people can't even be bothered hating you. <laughs> <laughs> so I would fucking love it. Like. I wouldn't even be mad at the people that, like, you know, if I was to see a fucking ticker tape of shit that was said about me by people in WhatsApp groups, I wouldn't even have to say in for the people saying it because I believe that if people are talking shit behind your back, right, that's aye. their property. Aye. I, don't, I don't think that's anything to do with you, even aye, though it's aye, about aye, you. Aye. I've, got, I've got this, and uh, aye, aye. I just feel safe for myself if anyone looks through my phone. <laughs> 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 but uh, I would fucking love to see that shit, like. It would be interesting. It would be like, funny, it'd be wouldn't it? interesting, aye. Oh, man. Like, I've I seen these, um, like, sometimes, like, one-minute promo videos. I don't know what, what platform they're on, but where people are reading out hate mail that they got off Twitter. Oh, yeah, like, um, what's his name? One of the 
Well, the talk shows, it's either Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy is Fallon. It? Is that what it is? Does, uh, uh, yeah, but that's yeah, yeah. felt like... Oh, it's hilarious. It's, it's hilarious. absolutely fucking hilarious. They, they've... Because they've, what they're getting is like um, is major celebrities. I think Conor McGregor done one, yeah. you know? Like when they're major celebrities, they don't need to see into people's WhatsApp groups to see Aye. the shit people are talking. Aye, because it. people see them as like this fucking disconnected entity yeah. that, that they're not human. Yeah. So they can just talk about them publicly. Yeah. So they're like, they're, it floods over from WhatsApp into social media yeah. and they get to see that shit. Yeah. Yeah. But you can see when they're reading it out, they're totally at peace with what ah, the fuck of course, aye, who gives a I, know, like, I know. I'm doing all right. Aye, aye, <laughs> like, aye. I'm doing good. There was a there was a time that because that's Twitter. That's a lot. Of, that's uh-huh. like Twitter gives you because it used to be like if you hated a celebrity and you wanted to let them know. You'd have to fucking. You'd have to go into some work. Like you'd have to find out their address. Oh, you'd have to be a genuine right, psychopath, right? Right to them, and then like go and post it. You know what <laughs> I mean? so, Get a stump. Aye, exactly. Whereas now you can just sit. And, but um. I, I, I felt bad about it once. Um, I was coming back from a gig uh, on a Sunday after a weekend, and Joe Heenan, uh, another comic, mint comic, put, and yeah. mint on Facebook and Twitter oh, as well. Amazing on Twitter. If, yeah, if, yeah. if any listeners aren't following Joe, follow Heenan. Joe Heenan. Yeah, Joe yeah, yeah. Heenan. Um, so he'd put a tweet up saying that Groundhog Day was on that afternoon on Channel Five, and how it was one of his favourite films. So I'd replied to him and gone. Uh, one of my favourite films as well. It's such a good film, even Andy McDowell can't ruin it. Yeah. Right? And I hadn't, like, atted her in or anything like that. I'd just put her name. And then about an hour later, me and Joe both get a reply from the real Andy McDowell. Oh, my God. Asking us who they'd have had in the film instead, instead of her. Of the, oh, and then no, I went on her page, Andy. and she had... Like replies to so many people who had been slagging her off because ground, and I was like that kind of, I felt I felt bad because I was like, well, that's not fair. I've never met the woman, and I'm just slagging her off in a public forum. Yeah, but then I was also kind of going, she's, she's looking for, she's it. looking for, like she must have known that Groundhog Day was on in Britain on Channel Five that afternoon, and then searched her own name for abuse. Oh, like and just, that's kind of like, well, oh, just like this is a resurgence. Yeah, it's like oh, it's getting played again. Yeah, yeah. This is my... but that's horrible. Like oh. searching your own, you know, I mean, I've been, searching been, for abuse about yourself. Uh, just... It happened also, but uh, it wasn't a reply. But I, I um, I, I put a tweet about uh, Mr. Hudson, you know, the singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I remember seeing him at the Clooney, right? I was checking out a venue for a comedy gig mm-hmm. in like 2009, right? And, um, and Mr. Hudson was on. And I was like, this fucking guy's amazing. Loved him. Next thing you know, he's got a song in the charts with Kanye in Jay-Z, oh, yeah. in Jay-Z like a couple of months later. And uh, he just went fucking stratospheric from like seeing him in the Clooney to stratospheric oh, to yeah. like... And I listen to that album everywhere. Like fucking, it still brings back memories if I put it on because that's when I first started travelling with comedy. Aye, aye. So it takes us to fucking aye, wandering around aye, and being aye. on trains, and uh, it takes us back to that moment. It's kind of shame that like it was flashing the pan, but you know what? He's probably doing all right. Aye. You know, once if you've hit it that big, you're aye. probably going to be grand for a while, right? Aye, aye, aye. And uh, I just tweeted, going, I wonder what Mister Hudson's doing now. He probably works in the post office or something, right? And fucking not that long after, fucking Mister Hudson likes this. <laughs> Fucking yes. heart in it. Yeah. And I look at him up and I was just saying, fuck, it's actually him now. <laughs> like, he's looking yes. so low. But, um, have you ever seen James Blunt engaging with people? Oh, it's amazing. He's one, he of, the, he's people one of the fucking best on Twitter. So but good. his comebacks are so fucking good. Yeah. They're so good. We, uh, I'll tell you the story. <laughs> we, um, we had this, uh, it was, it was on my, my stag. My stag do was in Magaluf as well. And me and my pal, uh, Murphy were walking back, um, like late at night, I think it was. It was just the two of us walking back at like three in the morning, and there was a lot of commotion in one of the bars, and a lot of girls around one guy. And it was remember Bass Hunter, yeah, like the kind of 
Euro Dance Act. He was uh-huh. in one of the Big Brothers, and um, uh, we were, oh. what's going on over there? I'm going to have to look up the, tu- the, the uh, tune after. I can't remember it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's basic. It's like a yeah. d- decent long guy, like long kind of blonde hair, and yeah. like. So we were. So it's gorgeous. <laughs> we were passing him. And oh, that fucking bass hunter, fucking bass hunter. And I just, because I was so pissed and such an obnoxious prick, because it was like when you're on holiday away, you don't yeah, think. You got your holiday head the on. The rules apply. Brits abroad. Yeah, exactly. So I just went, you're a fucking cunt bass hunter, right? <laughs> so my pal's laughing his arse off and we're fucking giggling and running away. And then we ended up about an hour later in the same bar as him. And he was sitting beside him just at the bar and just kind of went up to him and he was like, um, I saw about uh, calling you a cunt there, mate. And he went, that's all right, it happens all the time. Uh, and then we had a drink together. He was, and sound, I was, like, he was sound as uh, fuck. And I was but like, he, he, like, it was nice that he knew that you would done a tongue-in-cheek to him. Aye, 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 He would have probably just thought you were a proper muggle. Exactly, aye, I know. I know. Fucking people always think that Cal is a cunt. I know, it's so ridiculous. I know. So... I'm gonna. We're, we're running fine on time. I don't mind overrunning a little bit because it's been a fun podcast. But we'll do one more Muggle Corner. Cool. Um, right, I'm gonna put in Muggle Corner for people who say that sneezing's a fifth of an orgasm. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like, it, it, yeah. It's like a fact that isn't a fact, and uh, I don't know if the people uh, saying it, like, no, it's not a fact. Or. Where, where does it come from and why are people peddling so that? So there isn't, there's no scientific basis to well, it whatsoever. Sure, I mean, sure, I'm going to say no. I think it's safe to say that it's not the fifth of an orgasm. No. Because if, if you think what an orgasm is and what a sneeze is, they're not even fucking on the same ballpark. They're not even the same sport. Fucking pissing aye, I know. would be close out of the fifth of an orgasm. I'm like, having a piss, there's someone coming to me, dick, I'm getting a sensation in that aye. area. It's a fraction. Aye, aye. I'm out of fifth. Aye, aye. Right. Blowing up a balloon and getting out of breath is closer to an orgasm than <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Strangling yourself in the bathroom. There's a great. <laughs> There's a great, uh, there's a great old joke. Um, where it's like uh, a woman goes into work. A woman's been to the doctor, and at work, and her pal sister, uh, why, why are we at the doctor this morning? She was like, oh, every time I sneeze, I have an orgasm. And she said, are you taking anything for it? And she went, yeah, pepper. pepper. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good joke. Like. <laughs> um, unless that's it. Unless I'm, I'm sneezing and going, well, that feels nothing like an orgasm. Why, right. why is that a thing? But I've never had a female orgasm. No, exactly. Yeah. Aye. So, um, so maybe it's just but a sh- of a like, female orgasm. But which, means, so. which if it is, they're, they're over-exaggerating when they have one. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. But see if you do, you must have sneezed like a lot, a couple of times in a row. Yeah, when you get like, like a Most of the time them. it's like three, but sometimes you'll fucking go for it and have like six. And a bluster. So surely, you'd your at that point, you'd be like, <laughs> but the last one, you'd be, you'd be exactly. So, because <laughs> so they come straight after. It's like, not like you have a sneeze and then half an hour later you have the second one. They like come you, straight after one another. I'm right. Like, you don't need scientific proof to prove that that's not, not a fact, aye, don't you? Like, that, that's, um, you? You just need basic common sense to go. No, no, it's not. Nah, that's, so, that's absolute bullshit. Aye. So anybody who ever says that's a fifth of an orgasm and tries to pass on that pseudoscience as a little nugget of information that they know. Aye. <laughs> aye. And why a fifth? Does that mean, why, it's not, does that mean the, the first like um, the, fi- the first fifth of your wank is the equivalent to a sneeze? <laughs> <laughs> I just got in the bathroom for a sneeze. <laughs> just get yourself at the very start of the video. <laughs> Glad that cleared me sinuses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hay fever season again. 
<laughs> Maybe that's right, why yeah. you get your bird flowers on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Hope she's got hair fever. Give her the orgasm of her life. Uh, so yeah, that, that, that nice quick one because uh, so we can get on with dad jokes. To I, would, I would, I um, would put that straight. in That's straight in, isn't aye. it? Peddling. I'm going to put in peddling pseudoscience as knowledge. Aye. Without aye. any fucking research. In fact, when it's quite obvious, so aye. anything along the lines. Aye. Is, aye. Uh, is, is straight in. Aye. And yours was uh, the. Disbelief at your own success. Yeah, yeah. It, aye, it, it, aye. It's a platform to show yeah. people your success. Aye. Um, so they're, they're both straight in. So have yourself in the minute of the corner if you're guilty of both of those. Um, and we're going to plug some shit before we do dad jokes. Cool. We've both got Glasgow Comedy Festivals coming we up. We do. I think they're on the same night, actually. On the 9th? On the 9th, yeah. Yes. Uh, so I'm on at 7.15 at Yes Bar. Uh, and I'm on at 8.30. At uh, the stand. The stand, and you can dash between the two. Yep. I'll come in a couple of minutes early just to make sure they've got time to get a pint at the bar. And that's on the 9th of March. Yep. I'm doing one on the 8th as well. You're doing, so you're yeah. doing the 8th and 9th. 8th and 9th, yeah. And I'm doing the, and you're both at the same time, both at the stand. No, the the 8th one starts at half seven. It's a ah, bit earlier. There we go. Because it's a Thursday. You had to move so. it on to um, 8.30 because on the Friday because it clashed with mine. Yes. Uh, yeah. The demand was yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> the fan bases are too similar. Yeah. <laughs> they ship them across. So I noticed as well you've got your poster spelter, by the way. I, it's the remix of the poster, but you've also called it the remix. Yeah, yeah, It's a remix yeah, of the show yeah. with like, some adaptations. Because you need to add the extra like half an hour onto it because... They, oh, you do an extended? Yeah, because they want... They, the director's they, cut. They always want a break so that they can sell... Like uh, as if aye, aye, and it's like a bar. show, so it's, it's... I've tried it before where, like get a support act in and then I've tried it before where you just kind of stop during the middle of the show and it's, there's no natural stop bit to it yeah. so it just feels weird so that's I'm actually kind of rewriting it so that there is a natural kind of yeah so there's closure on both stop bit yeah, yeah yeah and adding or updating it really cause I'm going to come to it Ah, yeah, definitely, man. I'm going to go good on. night. Aye. I'll, I'll dash over. I'll, I'll start a convoy with me. Aye. Audience, me, seven, me seven audience seven. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing <laughs> Yes Bar, which is a fucking belt in our room. Yeah, I, it's I, a I, lovely I've performed, room. I've performed there before. I can't remember what it was. They have like a regular comedy Aye. night or something. It feels like a proper kind of. Yeah, it feels like a kind of New York then. comedy room. You know, yeah, that kind of basement. Aye, aye. It's really nice. Um, so yes, we've, uh, I guess we'll just plug those, and also I'm going to plug the comics boxing fight for Oh Ken. yes, yes, I'm it's now share. available for download. I'm going to share it this afternoon. Oh, yeah. which I'm not, so, yeah. uh, Mark Nelson fought against Gavin Webster. Mm. I fought against Gavin Humphreys, <laughs> just battering Gavs, yeah, fucking yeah. left, right, and centre. <laughs> and uh, it was uh, it was a fucking brilliant evening, right? It was like, amazing. One of the best nights of my life. It, st- still the best night of my life. Yeah. Uh, you know, I say that, but I'm not married and I don't have kids. It's actually yeah. oh, no, they're 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 not it. even. <laughs> 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 it goes James McFadden's goal against France, the boxing, and then <laughs> amazing. So, so uh, that's available for download for just a fiver, and it's a fucking amazing two hours of entertainment Aye, and hilarious beginning to end because of the Rod Gilbert hosted it. Yeah, to like legendary performance. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. But the. The commentary team, the commentary box was uh, John Robertson, who was just relentlessly fighting beginning to end, calling the fight. Aye, it, was, it was like a roast. Yeah. It was like a roast aye, all the way was, through. It was phenomenal. In every fight, he was joined by a different comedian yeah. who either had their fight or had a fight coming up aye. and joined them in the commentary box. Aye. So uh, the, the the comedy value and the antics in the oh, ring. Brilliant. And also amazing. a big shout to Barry Castagnola. For, Barry Castagnola. Fucking for the, putting all the filming together and the he's, editing. He's is, made it look like a Hollywood blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. The trailer is proper spine tingling yeah. like it's like 
It's un- it's unreal. It's uh, it's absolutely amazing, and it's uh, so. Kate, uh, if you don't know the story with Kane, um, we we raised money with the boxing and various other fundraisers in the area to get him treatment in America for his neuroblastoma, which wasn't the treatment wasn't available on the NHS. So he went to America and he's had the treatment, and by all accounts, he's made a full recovery. He's back to school, and he's 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 a healthy young boy. Yeah. And he was told that he had zero percent chance, mm-hmm. and um and. When he went over there, he had the money for the treatment, but he didn't have the money for his aftercare. He's mm. been back and forth to America seven times to get checkups and treatment, which is all incurring debt. So he's got a bit of debt to clear. So every five pound that for a download is going towards the the debt that he's got to clear yeah. for his medical bills. So it's very and very it, worthwhile. It, it's worthwhile. You're going to be entertained with as much entertainment as you will ever get for five pounds, unless you buy him a How to Be Happy MP3. <laughs> and I noticed, I noticed uh, Simon Cowell still involved in the. Yeah, I, yeah I, read a, I read a story about him in the paper the other day that he took them along to, well, I can't remember, was it one of the shows? Like he took Key and the family along his son, to one of the, His aye. son's birthday. Oh, it was his son's birthday, yeah, that, that was. His yeah, son, it was, it was, son's yeah. friends with Kian. Yeah. What, what happened is when we were, we were make, making all this noise with the boxing and we had the 100 heroes on the go, uh, Simon Cowell, because people, people from the comedy industry and people from Blythe and the North East were tweeting celebrities uh-huh. and like, getting retweets off like Evan Welsh and shit. Yeah, like that. yeah. And, like, uh, they were just reaching out to anybody. And when Simon Cowell got reached to it, he got in touch with the, the family direct and uh, paid for all of his flights and accommodation and then topped up the rest of the fund. And, uh, stunning. Stunning. Story. Really good, eh? Uh, so that to find the fight, go on Facebook and search for the group which is Fight for Kian, K-I-A-N, Fight for Kian. Uh, it'll say comic, comics boxing, Fight for Kian, and all the links are there. If you want a hard copy DVD, that's available. If you want to download it, that's there. And um, that's the plugs over. Now we're going to stick it to each other's dads. Your dad, Mark... <laughs> Your dad got fired from work ages ago, but he hasn't told your mum yet. <laughs> Every morning he grabs his lunch and he's out the door by 8am and he just goes fishing and he's convinced your mum that he started getting paid in fish. <laughs> <laughs> your dad, Kai, stays up till half five in the morning every night to watch the curling. Curling. <laughs> He fucking does, but it's clear. <laughs> he stays up till five in the morning playing fucking PlayStation. He's <laughs> not far off. Your dad pulls his sleeve over his hand to stroke dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad is delighted that McDonald's have brought out the mini back and the mini Mac because he could never handle a normal one. <laughs> Your dad was on jury service and he kept saying guilty in a really camp gay man's voice when the judge asked for the verdict. <laughs> Your, d- your dad pretends he was in the TA when he chats up widowers at their husband's funeral. <laughs> no. The TA. Oh, my God. Uh, your dad lies in an empty bathtub to take a shower. Anytime your dad plays FIFA, he still does the EA Sports. It's in the game. <laughs> your dad your dad accidentally killed a horse in a car accident. And now he does all the horses' old duties to make up for it, like carrying policemen around on match day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
remember if I did this one last time. Your dad still queues up for the next sale. <laughs> I don't think he did. But he still does. Even if he did it, even if he did it, he still does it. Your dad waits out to high. Your dad waits outside the high school in his MX5 to pick up his sixteen-year-old girlfriend. <laughs> he revs the engine. Whenever your dad does a barbecue, he wears a chef's hat and one of those aprons with massive tits. <laughs> your, your dad watches porn with a notepad and pen, and he sends editorial feedback to the producer. <laughs> Your dad regularly stays in Witherspoon's hotels. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't blame him. Better than this piece of shit. <laughs> uh, your dad stands in shit on purpose and says, make a wish. <laughs> your, your dad uses a shoehorn he made at a woodwork nightclub. <laughs> your, dad, your dad cuts his own hair with a knife. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> this is so stupid. Your dad preferred the American badass version of The Undertaker. <laughs> your dad, this is disgusting. Your, da, your dad flayed the flesh off his index finger and filed the bone down to a point so he can get right in there when he's picking his nose. <laughs> That's all I've got to say about your dad. <laughs> That's me as well. So we're done. Mark, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks, that was, man. That was, a, that was a vintage one. Brilliant fun. I think you're off to the Alps on Sunday. Aye. Uh, <laughs> fun. It's going to be good. Uh, so, uh, oh, no, it's uh, the Sunday after. The Sunday, oh, Sunday after. Because uh, it made me think, like, uh, when you said you were at the comedy store, this, is, this weekend in Manchester. Aye. There's an extra plug. You can see Mark in Manchester. Aye. Uh, aye. I'm on the weekend after. Oh, nice. In Manchester. Oh, so you've got a weekend at the store and then off to the... Uh, aye, oh, lovely. So, you know, I, done the fucking, the, I, I don't know if I've mentioned this. I've probably done it a million times. I've done the best week in comedy last week. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, you see yeah, that? yeah. I've done a Punch Drunk Run, which is arguably, yeah. I don't know if it's aye, arguably, aye, the best midweek aye, run, aye. right? Oh, and easily, then the aye. London Comedy Store, which aye. is the best weekend run, and then I fucking flew to LA on the Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's all downhill from here. Aye. Downhill. Aye. But, uh, yes, uh, just to thought I'd end with that little, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it happened to us. I know. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. I was like, this what, is unreal. What, what me? <laughs> 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 fucking hell. Right. Cheers, Mark. Bye. Thank you.